this service. Heavenly Father, you are our Father, and we hallow your name. You are high and holy, and we bow in submission and devotion before you. Your Bible Methodist family has gathered together to seek your face and to pray for each other. We are but a small part of your kingdom, but we love you and you love us. We love those who are gathered around the world to pray together now. And we love fellow believers who are not part of our happy connection. We humbly implore the presence of the Holy Spirit to be felt in each of our gatherings in these moments. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus, we crown you with praise. Jesus, we crown you with praise. We love and adore you. I have good news. God wants us to know Him. In fact, He longs for us to know who He is. As always, God takes the first step. He's always the one who initiates relationship, communion, and fellowship. And He has already initiated His relationship to us by revealing His heart, His core character. From the beginning, He revealed His heart, who He is, to Adam as creator, to Noah as deliverer, to Abraham as faithful, and to Moses, well, listen to God proclaiming his name, his character, to Moses in the mountain, Exodus 34, when he says, the Lord, the Lord a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. This is what God wants us to know about his heart. 
Jesus says to all who are weary and all who are heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. Learn of me, Jesus says, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Jesus is revealing the very heart of God. What an intimate act of God towards us. So when we pray, we connect to God's heart by acknowledging his self-revelation to us. The psalmist does this very thing in Psalm 46, beginning his prayer with what he knows is true about God. Listen, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Jesus instructs us, his disciples, saying, when you pray, don't begin with our Father who art in heaven, give us, but rather when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Worship is at the heart of God. And so our first privilege in prayer is to connect to his heart, worshiping him for who he is. The Bible says that God is holy, that God is love and light and good and all-powerful and awesome and majestic. The Bible says he is merciful and compassionate, patient and kind and just. And if God is all of these things, and he certainly is, then he is utterly worthy of our trust. John says in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, this is the confidence we have in God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we ask of him. So during these days of prayer, let's connect to God's heart. Remember what the hymn writer says, there is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. Positions for a moment. Someone just lead out in prayer. I'm going to let you do that. We don't do that really ever, but this would be an opportunity. I'll close at some point in time, but it's a prayer of praise and adoration tonight to the heart of God. But somebody just pray out. Don't if two of you pray, that's fine, okay? But just if you someone want to begin, just go ahead and do that. Father, we come to you this evening in adoration, thanksgiving, and praise for who you are. Lord, we think of your character, and it's always faithful, consistent with who you are. It, it, it's your word. It matches your word, obviously. Never do you, are you contrary to, to your word. And so, Father, we are grateful that we can count on you. And knowing that you're a faithful God, knowing that you're a compassionate God, knowing that you're an understanding God, knowing that you're tonight a merciful God, knowing that you're a kind God, knowing you're a God of judgment. Lord, we thank you for all of your attributes. And we thank you tonight that we know that you're an unchanging God. You're immutable. We thank you for that. We hear your presence in our lives, omnipresent with us, omniscient everywhere. Lord, we thank you tonight that you're a God that is well above us and interceding in our behalf, Lord. And so we come to you and we give you the honor the glory, the adoration that you deserve, Lord. It's all about you tonight. It's not about us. It's about you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you've given us the opportunity to be a part of the kingdom that you have, uh, have, have brought to this earth. Lord, may we, dear Father, be wonderful participants in this wonderful kingdom of Christ, uh, building this kingdom for eternity. And so, Lord, we thank you that we can participate with you but, Lord, we realize that, we, that you don't need us. You've chosen to use us. So, Lord, we thank you, Father, that we, that we can be a part of your great kingdom. 
Now, Lord, bless tonight in this service. Uh, Lord, I pray that we will just connect to your heart tonight in this closing of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Have your way, Lord, in this service, O oh God. Settle down upon us in a very special way as you already have. Speak to us, Lord, tonight, we pray. And, Father, we'll just look to you in, in, awe, in, in awe and wonder at who you are. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Greetings from the Great Lakes Conference, where we deliberately schedule our youth retreats in January, and then we pray that we'll have enough snow for all of the activities, but not so much that we can't get there. A smaller group of 11 churches, centered largely in Michigan, also in Indiana and in Canada, we are celebrating our 30th anniversary this year as a part of the Bible Methodist Connection of Churches. And we're a conference family which looks for opportunities to connect with each other and to expand our circle of fellowship. It's a privilege to join our brothers and sisters both at home and abroad on this day of prayer. We are praying along with you that God would work in powerful ways among us in each of our fields and each of our conferences. That our camp meetings would be marked by God's presence. Here in the Great Lakes, our youth camp is in June. This year, 24 through 28, under the leadership of Doug Dershine. And our scheduled evangelist for this year is the Reverend Joey Radcliffe. Our annual conference and family camp will be July 12 through 21. Our featured speakers are John Parker from the Southern Conference and our own Dr. Matt Hallam. The singers will be the Rob and Stephanie Ryan family. And Gene and Angie Davis will again be our children's workers. Also, we join you in praying that God would send forth laborers into the whitened harvest field. Here in the Great Lakes, we have three churches right now that need pastors. And so would you help us to pray about that? That God would send us good pastors to lead these good flocks. In setting goals for this year, my attention was directed to Acts chapter 1, a familiar verse, verse 8 where it tells us that we receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon us, and we are to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. I would interpret that this way, that we are called to be witnesses, first at home, in our communities, in our conferences, and around the globe. And so, our goals for this year are to seek the face of God and the guidance of the Spirit to empower us to intentionally embrace and engage our communities with a life-giving grace of the gospel of Christ, with a focus which is not so much inward as it is upward and outward, that we might be the witnesses that God has called us to be. Again, thank you from here in the Great Lakes for the privilege of joining you on this day of prayer. For this event, I have been asked to briefly share some of the vision and burden of the Heartland Regional Conference. First of all, we are committed to joining with all of Bible Methodism around the world in fulfilling the Great Commission as authorized by our Lord Jesus Christ himself for his church. We join with you all in glorifying God by spreading scriptural holiness around the world through holy loving God and neighbor engaging in evangelizing the lost and discipling the converted as well as living out the incarnate pattern of Christ as defined in the Holy Scriptures. The Heartland Regional Conference is indeed committed to this. We hope to fulfill the mission as defined by these four pillars of purpose. Pillar number one is to equip and ordain licensed clergy to influence or lead the church biblically. Pillar number two is to encourage and direct local churches to impact, evangelize, disciple their communities redemptively. Pillar number three, we come together to unite with the larger connection, to engage in missions globally. And pillar number four, to invest and provide the local conference a united gathering, a place we dearly love as Beulah Grove. 
While we have many burdens and prayers that need answers, our primary focus today would be to pray for spirit-filled, sanctified, called men of God who will gladly and willingly go along with their wives to preach and teach the word and lead the church wherever God calls them to go. It is our prayer that every local church is revitalized by the very life of God being manifested through its members and ministries. Such churches exist in harmony and they grow naturally. It is our prayer that God will raise up laborers, discipled in the scriptures, filled with his Holy Spirit, with an unstoppable passion toward the harvest, the saving of souls. It is our prayer that every community will be considered a mission field and every church member a missionary, thus making every church a mission station. We are praying for and investing in resources for this vision, for this purpose. This is why we are committed to investing in our ministers, encouraging our local churches, believing that local investment results in global impact, partnering with all those who are of like mind in the great kingdom mission for the glory of God. We would appreciate you joining Heartland in our burden as we join with you all. Annual conference, camp meeting, youth camp, men of integrity, ministerial, conference rally visits in each local church, revived churches, localized ministries, new congregations impacting unreached communities, sending missionaries globally, etc., are all vehicles by which we carry out the great mission. And so, the Heartland Regional Conference joins with you all today in praying for more in 2024. More for the glory of God. Greetings from Southern Conference. It's a joy to get to share and pray around the world. So many good things are happening in the Southern Conference. Camp meeting is alive and well here in Pell City, Alabama. Attendance is up. New families are coming. Old families are coming back home. It has been a joy to watch. This year, camp meeting is July 1st through the 7th with uh, Mark Cravens and Dr. Randall McElwain. And we're looking forward to a wonderful move of God. Along with that, in the conference, some good things are happening like Celebrate Recovery has been started at one of our churches in a town that has zero addiction-based ministries. And God is blessing through that. We have a, a new school started in the conference in Easley, South Carolina. Group home ministries are taking place. One of the things that excites me is we are seeing some pastors that are doing a wonderful job. It's a blessing to work with guys that really want to do good things for the kingdom of God. It's a blessing to see them uh, just pour their all into their churches. They're living sacrificially, but they're showing the example of Jesus Christ. All across the conference, churches are reaching out in new ways to their communities. Everything from fall festivals to Christmas programs to going big with billboards, it's happening in this Southern Conference. We're really blessed uh, to see what God is going to do. Now, it's my goal to come alongside these churches it's our conference's goal to come alongside the churches to help provide some things that uh, conferences are supposed to provide. Excellent pastors. That's one of the things we're hunting for. In fact, it's almost my daily prayer that the Lord of the harvest would send forth labors. We're commanded to do that. We're commanded and challenged to ask the Lord of the harvest to provide for our needs. I'm asking God to specifically call specific people to a specific place. So hopefully, as we come along our churches, we are ordaining and just providing men and women that will give it their all for the ministry. We're hoping to help our churches stay focused on Christ-centered messaging. We're hoping to provide events that give people extra tools to equip them to meet the needs in this present world. 
I'm really excited what is going on right here in the Southern Conference. The same God that has been with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the same God that was here in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, is the same God that is sufficient for 2024. And I'm hoping that you will pray with me as we are trying to march on in the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray for us as we serve this present age, our calling to fulfill. Keep us in your prayers. God is doing great things, but we continually need his help. Welcome to the Southwest Conference for this day of prayer. I would like to introduce the men who will speak. Aaron Johnson is the conference president-elect. He'll start serving in July. And uh, Pastor Stetler is the conference vice president. Welcome them to this video. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this day of prayer, and thank you for your prayers and your partnership in the gospel for the Southwest Conference. It is a joy and an honor to be part of the Bible Methodist Connection of Churches, and we feel deeply our connection to you. We value our connection to you, and we value your prayers for us. We're a long ways outside the belt buckle of the conservative holiness movement, and so we don't want you to forget that we're out here west of the Mississippi. It's just been an honor to see the camaraderie in uh, how things have developed as the Southwest Conference has been established. Uh, I wish you could have been in all of the meetings and the prayer times and the planning meetings and the ways in which God just brought our hearts together and united us to his goal of spreading the gospel and spreading scriptural holiness in this part of the country. And it's just uh, it's an incredible honor to be part of that. One of the things it does mean is that we need pastors. Uh, we're out here where we're very spread out. Uh, we desire your prayers because we have a lot of challenges to meet in that area with fellowship. We're a long ways apart. So pray for us that our hearts would be connected, that our churches would stay connected, and that our churches would be connected to pastors uh, from back east that we need to come out uh, and that the Lord would just raise up workers for his harvest field. We feel our need for that so, so deeply. And so if the Lord lays it upon your heart uh, to pray for us or to come out this direction, we would be absolutely thrilled uh, to know that you're partnering with us in the gospel in that way. One of our strategies is planting churches. Uh, Reverend Aaron Johnson is our conference extension uh, leader and also going to be conference president. And so uh, we are excited to have him share as well about Grants, New Mexico. All right. Well, uh, we've begun a new church in Grants, New Mexico, and it is well underway, and God's helping them. We have a building there. We have people there, but we don't have a pastor. So we need help, your help, uh, in praying a pastor into that position. Very important. And we have other works that need pastors as well, and we're also excited to continue to plant those churches to the West. However, we, they all need a pastor, and pastors can be a little bit hard to find these days but with God's help he can send us the people that are called and willing and ready but it's not just pastors that we need in those churches we need people that are Sunday school teachers and song leaders and bus drivers and many other things true so pray with us as we reach out that direction that we'll have the people that we need to do the work amen thank you Live together in prayer. Our Father, as we continue in prayer tonight, we're reminded of the words of the psalmist when he said, uh, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We're thankful, Lord, that your presence is real in every Bible-believing church, every Bible Methodist church tonight. And I pray that you'll look down and smile upon this work and help people, Lord, to realize what an awesome responsibility we have in this time. We pray for our leaders tonight, our conference leaders, as they, they lead the, the, the conferences. I pray that you'll give to them wisdom and anointing and help as they, as they seek to guide the, the pastors and the people in these various areas. 
I pray that you'll help those churches that do not have pastors to be able to find uh, uh, pastors. I pray that you'll lay it up on the heart of those who, whom you are calling to, to go into those areas and, and have a positive influence in the lives of, of people. Uh, I pray that you'll help our pastor tonight. We thank you, Lord, for his ministry, and I pray that you'll just anoint him and help him, Lord, as he, as he leads this church. And just pray you'll guide him and, and guide us, Lord, down the path you would have us to go. We want more than anything else to keep your smile upon us, to live as you would have us to live. Uh, we realize, Lord, that we live in perilous times. We realize that we're living in a day when there is a lot of evil and a lot of wickedness. And, Many have been given over to reprobate minds, and we think about our government tonight, and and uh, the, the the laws that are being made that are contrary to, to your word. And I pray you'll help us, Lord, to live in such a way and to preach in such a way, and and may our churches uh, uh, be the light uh, that you would have them to be in these communities to change the culture and move us in the direction you would have us to go. I pray in a very special way that you just give our leaders the strength and the help and, and the, the, the guidance that they need. Help them physically, help them spiritually, help their families and guide their lives. And, and I pray again we'll, you'll help us as people to pray for them and support them from the depth of our hearts. And we want you to know tonight that we love you. We've walked with you for many years and you've not failed one time. We know that you have a purpose for us today. You're not going to fail so long as we keep our eyes fixed on you. For what you do for us tonight, we give you the praise, the honor, and all the glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, everybody. It is a Sunday morning here in the Philippines as I'm recording this uh, video for our Pray Around the World Global Prayer Meeting. And uh, I'm just rejoicing in the Lord this morning as we prepare to, I and the team that has come with me uh, this week, as we prepare to go to uh, minister in a local church right here in Baguio City, Philippines. We're rejoicing because uh, over the past several days, God has uh, allowed us to be a part of strengthening and encouraging, training and equipping men and women, pastors uh, here in the Philippines for the work of ministry. Uh, we had a two-day pastors conference uh, at the beginning of the week, uh, and then uh, uh, a, couple, uh, a couple more days of uh, Shepherd's Global Classroom training where uh, 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 Tim Keep and uh, his team from SGC uh, provided very practical training in a workshop uh, helping uh, trainers here in the Philippines to know how to use uh, their curriculum uh, in training, bringing training, training to local areas. And um, I uh, just want to praise God for what he is doing uh, in missions all around the world through our missionaries and through the people that they partner with, including Shepherd's Global Classroom, but also with other uh, uh, ministry partners, uh, whether it be through Ezra Biblical Seminary in Mexico, or whether it be through uh, the, uh, the Bible Methodist Shepherd's College in the Philippines, and through our pastors, our leaders in uh, all of the, diff the five different conferences here in the Philippines. Um, and then also, uh, we praise God for what he's doing in his church in other parts of the world. For example, in Paris, France, where Pastora Daisy Comilong uh, is leading a congregation of Filipino overseas workers, and she's providing a place for them to be uh, strengthened and encouraged and for uh, backsliders to be brought back to the Lord Jesus Christ and for uh, workers who are lost to be saved. Uh, we praise God for what he's doing through our missionary Marika Herrer in Africa 85 uh, initiative uh, in countries throughout Africa as they partner uh, also with many different ministries and people in that part of the world. And then also for what God is doing through brothers and sisters in the Bible Fellowship Church in Papua New Guinea. Uh, we just rejoice in the reports of what God is doing in each place around the world. 
Hello, I'm Paul. And I'm Esther. And this is Dietrich. He's two. I'm Anita, and I'm 13. I'm Isaiah, I'm John. And this is Yashua. He is eight years old. We're so thankful today to be able to connect with each of you in the Bible Methodist family. An interesting fact about Nepal is that it is less than 2% Christian. We would very much appreciate your prayers in the year 2024 as we plan to move. Please pray for continued guidance and for open doors in that country. Thank you all very much and God bless each one of you. Hi, I am Marika Harer and I'm so thankful that God has connected me with each of you in our Bible Methodist family. I count it a privilege to also connect you with what God is doing through his church in Africa. Did you know that many countries in Africa, like Rwanda, are now requiring pastors to have official proof of training in order to continue their ministries? One of the prayers in our hearts for this year is that God would help us to minister to those specifically in these kinds of situations so that they may be able to continue the work that they are called to do and yet stay in good standing with the authorities. Would you please join us in prayer for this? Hello, we are the Muir family, Brennan and Yvonne, with our three kids, Brennan, Jared, and Allie. Thank you for partnering together with us in Bible Methodist missions as we serve God in Mexico. Uh, many might not know that there are very uh, resistant regions in Mexico to the gospel. Uh, persecution does exist in some locations, but where the church is present, there's a great need for training and discipleship. So please pray that God would help us as we work through the seminary, uh, as your biblical seminary, to, to serve the church and to expand his kingdom. Thank you so much, and may the Lord richly bless you. Dios los bendiga. Hi, I'm Shirley Fogelman, and I am thankful that God has allowed me to connect with you through the Bible Methodist family. It's a privilege to be a part of the great work that God is doing around the world through our mission group. I represent the mission work in Papua New Guinea and the 60 churches that are there as part of this big uh, family of God. <clears throat> I would like to tell you one interesting fact that about New Guinea, and that is that it is made up of many different languages. In fact, there are over 800 distinct languages, and uh, it's a translator's paradise. So the prayer of my heart that I want to share with you is that in 2024, God will really bless and strengthen the Shepherd Global Classroom it's, it has been started, and we're going to have three graduates, but the need is that it will have strong leadership, and God will keep the new um, students encouraged, for it's a wonderful way to get God's truth into their hearts. Again, I just want to thank you for your prayers and your support, and me like talk thank you, long you. Big Pelican blessing you long year 2024. Hola amigos, I'm David Martinez, and I'm so thankful that God has connected me with each one of you. I count it also a privilege to be able to share with you what God is doing through his church in Mexico. At the beginning of the 20th century, 99% of Mexico's total population was Roman Catholic. A hundred years later, in the year 2020, we have seen Roman Catholic population drop to 89% and an increase of evangelical and Pentecostal population. This means that we have a growing body of Christ here in Mexico, but also means that we have new challenges that we have not faced before. And it means that we are growing, but also we need training and discipleship so that the church can remain strong through the next hundred years. The prayer of our heart this year 
is to see God work through Ezra Bible Seminary so that we can be able to provide the tools and the discipleship necessary for ministers, pastors, servants of the church so that they can grow more deeply in the Word of God and grow in their knowledge of our Creator. Will you please join us in prayer for these things? Gracias y Dios los bendiga. Greetings from the Philippines. I'm Pastor Brendel Makadandang. We are called to serve as a pastor and uh, serve as the National Overseer of the Philippine Bible Methodist Church Incorporated. We are asking God to continue to guide and empower His workers and bless His work in the Philippines. We thank Him for He is so faithful and gracious to us that uh, He let our church continue to grow and expand. However, it is inevitable that there are also some challenges that we have to face and overcome and some needs to, to be met. So will you please join me in prayer for this? Our Heavenly Father, we humbly come to your throne today, giving our requests and petitions, for we know that you are the God who hears and answers prayer. May you continue to send laborers for truly the harvest is plenteous and continue to give us the wisdom, the discernment and power to overcome all the devil's plan and schemes against your church so that your church will not only expand and grow but to remain holy and blameless till you come. Preserve and make your church victorious, Lord. Bless the Bible Methodist Church in the body of Christ all over the world. This we ask in the most powerful name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Sovereign Lord, Amen and Amen. Now that you've heard from our missionaries, uh, I want to just encourage you to join me as we pray and ask God that he would help us to live out in obedience uh, the words of the commands of Jesus that we would also be faithful to go and make disciples of people in all the nations uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to live in obedience to all that Christ has commanded us. Let's pray together. Father, we bow before you on this, uh, in this moment as we join our hearts with brothers and sisters from all around the world. And we ask you, Father, that you would help us as your people, that you would empower us with your Holy Spirit to obey the words of Jesus and to do our part to be making disciples in uh, each place where you would send us as your people. Lord Jesus, you taught us to pray and to ask the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, and we ask that you would indeed call men and women even today from among us, and that you would help us to do our part to train them, to equip them, to send them forth and to support them in the work that you've called them to do. And now, Father, we pray your blessings upon every missionary, every ministry partner that works with us around the world. And may you continue to expand and grow the work that you do through us and let us be a channel of your blessing to people even beyond uh, our reach, Lord, as we allow your Holy Spirit to flow through us. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray for missions. Fathers, we come to thee this afternoon. We are so glad that we can come before you we want to tell you, first of all, we love you, we adore you, we thank you for all you've done. We're so glad, dear Father, that as the little song says, you have the whole world in your hands. And we're so glad that if we can't go, that our prayers can go, our funds can go. And we pray, oh God, that you would just help all of these missionaries that are on the fields today. Give them strength, give them energy, encourage them, Lord, when they're down. Help them supply the funds, the needs that they have. Oh, God, we pray that you would bless and help in a special way. And the people 
all we're so glad that another little song comes to our mind red and yellow black and white they are precious in your sight and lord they are and we pray oh god that whatever language they speak however they pray to you bless them and help them and dear father those that don't understand so many times we prayed help them lord it's new maybe to them they've never heard your word but help them to understand help them lord we pray we pray that you would help all the missionaries in the Bible Methodist churches today. It's dear to our heart, and we pray you would bless them and help them. In the Philippines, Lord, would you help each one that labors? There's new things happening, and churches are growing. And Oh, God, we pray that you would bless them. We know the enemy wants to defeat, but, Lord, we're trusting you to bless the pastors, help them as they learn, and help them to grow. And, Give them your spirit and help them in a special way. And as the people walk in to come to service, we pray that you bless every step they take and encourage them, Lord, we pray. We pray, Lord, that you would help in Africa all those that are lived in the darkness, Lord. Would you bring light into their world and into their hearts, Lord, we pray. Just help them lord and help marika as she's there laboring encourage her dear father we know at times it can be uh, uh discouraging but oh god you can touch and help yes, and we pray that you would just help each help that continent lord just to be shaken and awakened lord to the light of the gospel and we know that you can do it and we pray you would we pray oh lord that you'd help in in france you know then uh the the little church that's there we pray you bless they've been there help them to be faithful and help them to work and help it to grow and lord those people in china that need your help lord that are that can't worship as we do they they have to hide and worship we pray lord you would bless them and help them and all over the world dear lord we pray that you would help in those countries and meet the needs and help them we pray we ask lord that you would help also the the mures as they're here and they're working and they're still praying and they're working at the uh on the internet lord with the ezra seminary you know lord about that need and the different people from different countries that are they're, they're studying under them and under david martinez we pray that you would help them and anoint them and encourage them and help that work to grow you know the needs of those in mexico and all the the, our friends and loved ones that are there oh god would you just help in a special way we know you can and lord is we're here lord in um greenfield indiana we pray that you would help us to be missionaries here send us out dear father and help us to know what to do and speak to our hearts and help us to give and help us to go and just let your light shine through us we're missionaries wherever we are in our work at our home we want you to bless the foreign missions, but bless here at home, too, in our conference, in our churches. Lord, we just thank you for the privilege to serve you, and we pray you'd help, it to do, help us to do that with all of our heart, wherever we are. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I want us to stand at this time. We're going to partake together as a worldwide uh, Bible Methodist family with communion, asking if Brother Cravens and, and Brother Toms will, will join me and Brother going down here below, and we're going to ask you to come, all you that uh, earnestly repent of your sins, and you're in fellowship with your, your brother that's in Christ, and you're actively seeking um, God, that you are welcome to come at this time and to partake um, of these elements of the body and the blood of Jesus Christ.
As we enter into 2024, the Bible reminds us for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. God has made everything suitable for its time. God has put a sense of past and future into our minds. God has done this so that all should stand in awe before him. Whatever God does endures forever. As we enter this new year, may we as Bible Methodists around the world unite our focus on the one who holds our life in his hands. That's Jesus Christ. And may we be reminded tonight that our God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son to die. Die in our place that all people can repent and have everlasting life. Even while we were sinning against him, Jesus loved us enough to sacrifice his own life for us. He asked us to remember his love as expressed through the crucifixion and therefore exhorted his church to regularly partake of this sacrament called the Lord's Supper. He instructed us to eat the bread in memory of his wounded body and to drink the cup remembering his life's blood that flowed from those wounds. Matthew tells us, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of this vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread. The Lord's Supper is for any who will come in repentance of their sins. Here you may cry out your confession to God who will hear and forgive you. The Lord's Supper is for all who will come remembering Christ's death and celebrating the peace they have found through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Friends, Jesus invites you now to come to him and fellowship with him at his table. Come earnestly and sincerely. Come humbly and honestly. Come expecting to meet him here by faith and personally tonight express your love to him for his death on the cross. Tonight we take the bread. This piece of bread is a symbol of Christ's broken body that was hung on the cross. Eat it, believing that he died for you. This cup is a symbol of the blood Jesus shed for your sins and mine. Drink it, knowing that he bled for you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you have placed us in a world of space and time. And through the events of our lives, you bless us with your love. Grant that in this new year, we may know your presence, 
see your love at work, and live in the light of the event that gives us joy forever, the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye. Son and Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this evening. Thank you, Lord, for these 21 days that we have shared together in prayer and fasting as Bible Methodists. We pray, Lord, now that you'll Help us to leave this place encouraged in our hearts. and Leave this place more determined than ever to serve you in the year 2024. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Dismissed.